Welcome to Selfish Confidence, a place where we can connect and be real about how hard it is to be your damn self. I'm your host, Jess, and my goal is to help you build confidence and belief in yourself to live any life path you want, even if it's unconventional. It's time to break down those barriers and connect with women who've also felt on the outside by their life choices. We're encouraging you to grab the mic and speak your truth. I know it can be scary, but we're in this together. We got this. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Selfish Confidence Podcast. I am Jess. You know who it is. I am so excited to be recording this for you today. I am feeling really emotional this morning. I was sitting down having my breakfast and writing out all the things that I wanted to talk to you about today. And I just felt this wave of emotions come over me. And I am very much an empath. I feel emotions so deeply. And I find it funny. I think that's why I actually hate emotions and feelings and navigating all that stuff because I just feel it so deeply. Anyways, the point of me telling you that is that I was sitting down and I was feeling it, feeling it deep that there is something, someone, maybe it's me, maybe it's you, who needs to hear today's message. And I actually don't even have today's message thoroughly written out at all. I have a few bullet points of things I wanted to talk to you about. Actually, I it, they came to my head while I was at the movies last night. We went to go see Jurassic World. And while we were there, I was like, oh, what am I going to talk about for the podcast? What's the thing? I have some great interviews coming up that I'm excited to share with you, but I wanted to talk with you one-on-one, hanging out with you here on something. And it came to me while I was at the movies. And you can't pull out your phone and text yourself while you're at the movies. People will yell at you. So I just sat there saying them over and over in my head so that I wouldn't forget. And as soon as we got out and I turned my phone back on, I could finally text myself and make sure I didn't forget these topics for you. And it's a couple topics. Really, they're the life lessons that I've been learning this week. Things that have been thrown in my direction that I'm just like, crap. That, that's a lesson and that's a really important one. And last week I talked about the life lessons that I learned while living in Barbados. And this isn't going to become a podcast only about life lessons at all. I actually just feel like I have so many things to share recently and they're coming into my brain in chunks. Do you think like that too, where it's like you think in bullet points or in chunks of things and then you shift? I don't think in whole collaborative thoughts. It's it's chunks. They're like ideas that come to me and they will be thought out. They will be formulated. But for now, they just come in like a chunk form. That happens to me all the time. So not that this podcast is turning into some kind of life lesson thing, but these are the chunks that are coming to my head and I really think they're important to share. Before I dive into it though, I do have two things that I want to share with you. First one is, I've talked about this before, the Selfish Socials. The first one is coming up on July 30th. If you're local in the Halifax area, send me a message if this is something that interests you. It's just going to be a fun hangout. We're going to have some drinks, have some good food. I have a few locations in mind, nothing super set in stone, but I'm really excited to bring some local people together to collaborate and meet. And I've really found that that's super powerful especially since going to my recent live event that I went to in Newfoundland, where being around like-minded people was really, really freaking cool. So I want to do something like that small. And even if it's for you to meet one friend or for you to meet one person that you can collab with, this is going to be a really cool event for that. So Selfish Social, July 30th. If it's something that interests you, send me a message so I can get the details to you once I have them all formulated. 
The other thing that I wanted to mention is that I do have a live free workshop coming up and it's going to be all about embracing who you are and screwing societal standards. I want to say another word there, but I'm not going to say it. Um, I always think about the kids who are listening and I love you kids so much. So this is a live workshop where we're just going to be diving into how to be more confidently you. And in that time, we'll work together. It'll be like a live group coaching session, which I'm super excited about. And we'll be able to dive into what's holding you back, where you want to go, and just how to screw societal's timeline so that we can actually embrace the life that we dream about, that we love, that we're so excited for. And I'm really excited for this, just to be able to hang out with you and to do this live. This will be on July 28th at 8 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. And I will have more details on that too. I just wanted to give you a little taste of what's coming up. And I'm super, super freaking excited about it. Now let's dive into today's juicy topic. Oh, okay. You ready? I am actually recording this in my pajamas on the morning that it's supposed to be released. And it has been a long time since I have sat down and recorded at the time that the episode is supposed to be coming out. And the reason for that is, is just we've had a massive curveball throw our, like be thrown at our house in the last 48 hours. So a couple days ago, I was real excited to get back into my routine, get my workout in, get super sweaty, eat all the good food and do, you know, the great things that feel really good for myself in the morning. And I did. And then I went to go upstairs to wash the dishes, and we had no water. Like, nothing came out of the tap. And I called Glenn in a panic, and it actually brought me back to Barbados because that stuff happened all the time down there. Um, They keep their water lines above ground because, well, they don't have to worry about them freezing. It's very different. So you just leave, you just lose water down there often. Anyways, that's not what happened here (laughs) at all. (laughs) And so I called Glenn. He came home, he checked some things out. And after some trial and error, after calling a few places, we found out that it might have been a clog in our water treatment system. Anyways, we thought we'd have water back, but we didn't. For almost 48 hours, we didn't have water. And of course, we did have some water. We had drinking water. I had, you know, bottles that we used to store for safe times. Anyways, we had water. It wasn't like we're thirsty over here or anything, but we didn't, we couldn't shower. We couldn't do laundry. We couldn't do any of that stuff. It was the weirdest time where we're just like, I've never been more grateful to have running water. And in that time, it was just this reminder of how life can throw you a curveball when you buy a new house. And even in the house that you're living in now, things happen. You know that it could be one morning. You don't even, you're not even planning for any of this. You didn't even know it was a problem. And then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, Interestingly enough, the people in our house did not care for their water treatment system at all and hadn't serviced it since 2006, when I was 16 years old. (laughs) Glenn and I just looked at each other like, 2006? So those are things that you learn when you get a house that you have to take care of. You do need to do maintenance on it. So we're really excited because we're going to get a whole new water treatment system. But it's little things like that that life throws you sometimes. And you can look at it in two different ways. You can look at it in the way that you're like, oh, this is happening. Now I'm going to get a whole new water treatment system. Yeah, we have to pay for that. But like water is very important. Top of the list of priorities here in the house. And for that to be the thing that we've learned now, once only living in the house for four months versus a couple years from now, realizing that, oh crap, you know, maybe we should have treated our water better. Or you can look at it in a really negative, stressed out way. The way that makes you feel really crummy. The way that, of course, initially you kind of feel. There's no way when I turned on the tap and I was like, we have no water. Huh, this is going to make for a really interesting story. No, that's not what I thought at all. Instantly, I'm just like, 
crap. I don't know what to do or what does this mean? What's going to happen? And you go into that negative spiral. You have two choices once you start that spiral. Stop it in its tracks, find a solution and you know move on or keep going. Get really sad, really disappointed in everything that's going on. And that just spirals into everything. That one issue that you've had, that one curveball that was thrown at you is going to turn into curveballs all day long. All you're going to see is the curveballs that happen in your life if you let that negative spiral downpour all the way into the ground. (laughs) I don't even know what that analogy is, but that's what I'm thinking. It's just that spiral. And you know the feeling. We all get it. And initially, I had it too, where you're just like, ah, what is happening? Like, I really want to take a shower and I really want to do these things. And like, I have a massage this afternoon. And I just listed all the things in my head that were negative about it. And I was like, wait a second. This doesn't have to be a bad thing. We can live with limited water for a little bit. We can, we have water to drink. We have a great solid house, a great safe place to live. It has one little thing wrong with it right now. That's not a big deal. We're going to find a solution. And then you start to look for the solution instead of focusing only on the negative things. And those are the kind of the couple ways that we could have taken that curveball. That was not the life lesson I wanted to share with you, but it is what's been happening in our life and why I'm sitting down to record this episode super late. I let my mind get caught up in the water situation and just yesterday decided to take it slow and not focus so much on what I needed to share with you, just on the solution for our house. Now we have a solution and I can move on and know that that's going to be coming in the next couple of weeks, which I'm really excited about. Side note, that's when you know you're old, when you're really excited about a new water treatment system, okay? Or a vacuum or a new dishwasher. <laughs> Insert the thing, the adult thing you're really excited about now. And that's when you know, that's when you know you're a little bit on the older side, okay? So that was kind of a big thing for us this week. But what I wanted to talk to you today about was the timeline. Mm, Societal's stupid timeline. I wrote down here, screw the timeline. And that was the one thing because I went to one of my healing sessions this week. And while I was there, I wasn't really getting the answers that I was pushing for or hoping for. And that kind of happens when you're in this weird transitional period, like we are often in our 30s, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, all of them, right? And we're in these weird transitional periods where we don't know the answers. We don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. We don't know what's going on. And maybe that's you right now. You're sitting there and you're like, yeah, girl, I feel you. I do not know what's coming next. And I don't even know what's coming today. I don't even know what's coming after lunch. Every day, is a curveball, right? Every day is different. And we get stuck in that mindset of, I'm supposed to be further. I should be there by now. I should be doing this. I should be, insert whatever you've been telling yourself lately. And that is not helpful. It's actually not even you that has that should or that timeline. It's actually society. It's everybody around you. It's all the people who you've been looking at who are doing it right quote unquote, right, whatever the F that means, right? So when I was at that appointment, we were at the end of the appointment and she was just like, do you have any more questions? Like, I was just like, looked at her with this blank face and just like, what? (laughs) I was like, well, what am I supposed to do next? What's coming up? What's going on? And it's really normal for you to have these questions just because I'm a coach, just because I help other people navigate these kind of questions they have in their life doesn't mean that I don't need that support. 
I very much do. The best coaches have coaches. They have that support around them because that's what helps them to help other people. So when I was sitting there, I was just like, uh, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right thing? Like, what's my next step? And as I sat there and I asked those questions, I instantly had that I should be further along than I am mindset. That was the first thing that came into my head. Wait, I'm, I'm supposed to be further than this. Like, I went to university. I did all the things right. I'm, I'm on the right track, but I should be making this much and I should be doing that. And I went into that spiral, that curveball spiral that we have. And in, even in just the two minutes sitting there, I had that curveball spiral because it's like, she didn't give me the answer I wanted to hear. But here's the thing, because I was sitting there and I've also done a lot of training on this stuff, we have to rewire our brains. And we have to have that moment where we're just like, wait a second. I sat there and I'm like, wait, I'm 32. That's not that old. What 30-year-old do you know has it all figured out? And if they do, we know they probably don't behind closed doors. Because maybe you're listening to this and you're like, ah, Jess, I thought you had it all figured out. I thought you had your business and your brand and you know all these things in your life figured out. And I do not. This is a come with me podcast. We're figuring it out together. I do not have the confidence. I do not have the business or what I... I shouldn't say I don't have them. You know I do. They're not at the level that I thought they would be, and that's okay. I actually sat there. Even after I asked the question, I kind of got mad at myself because I shouldn't be pressuring the timeline on myself. I know better than that, that at 32 years old, society has told us that we're supposed to have everything, right? You know, the the per- the perfect partner, the perfect house, the perfect family, If you don't have the 2.5 kids by 32, like, come on, what are you even doing with your life, right? And we're told these things from a young age, especially women, sit down and do the things that you're told, right? And that's not fair. And it takes a lot of deconditioning to live life in this way. It's a lot of work, like a lot of work, working on yourself, navigating what you want, being confident in who you are and what you have to offer to the world, that you can walk into these things and be like, I don't care what your societal norms and societal standards are. I'm going to be me, and I'm really excited to share that with you. But it takes a lot. Like, If that makes you feel like, oh, could you imagine that amazing feeling? Most of us don't have that, myself included. Like, This is hard. I have felt the pressure. I felt it just this week. This is a life lesson that I learned this week that I'm only 32 years old. There is a lot of life ahead of me. Yeah, there's some lessons I learned behind me, but there's no should and there's no timeline on where I'm supposed to be, where I should be by now, what I should be doing, where I should be living. There's none of that. My pressure often comes from success and from a business standpoint, and especially with recently taking that pivot into a new direction for my business, just making sure that I'm in the right way. It's a lot of work to pivot. And I'm like, but I don't want to have to pivot again in five years. You know what? I probably will have to. Life throws you these curveballs every single day. It only matters what you do with it. And sometimes that means taking the hard road and pivoting your business, pivoting your family, pivoting a career. And that's okay. Society tells you that you need to do the job and stay in the job until you die. And if you're unhappy, that's normal. We're all unhappy. Well, screw that. I'm here to remind you that 
if you are unhappy and you want something more, go after the hard thing, screw what society is going to think of you, and do the thing that makes you happy. It's so important that you follow your heart and follow your purpose because there's nothing worse than getting to your deathbed. Like I have experience in this. I don't, but there's nothing worse than getting to your deathbed and looking back on life with all the shoulda, woulda, couldas. I wish I didn't listen to society. I wish I did the things I wanted to do. I wish, well, you have the opportunity to do that and you have the opportunity to do that today. Today, right now, you can take some kind of steps towards the life that you want to live. And you can say, screw society. Screw the standards. I'm making my own timeline and that's okay. If this is something that you're struggling with too and you've been feeling that pressure lately, I just want to remind you, that you are the boss of your life and you get to choose what you want to do today. One thing that I've been learning in a group coaching program that I'm in right now is all about micro actions being the thing that's going to like project you towards that life that you have, that goal that you have, that vision that you have. And I kind of laughed at the idea of micro goals because I always have big goals. They're like big. They always have to be big. They have to be things that I do every day. And if you're an overachiever like me, it can be really hard to think of a micro goal. It took me a long time. And I actually ended up making a micro goal that was one minute of mindfulness every single day. That can be meditation. That can be a mindful walk. That can be, it just needs to be one minute of a mindful moment that I can have. And oftentimes I do it on my Fitbit watch. So I put the meditation and it tells me when to breathe and I just follow along with it. And typically it's around two minutes, two to three minutes. And sometimes it leads to more and sometimes it doesn't and that's okay. But I can tell you I've been consistently doing it for a week now and I can see the difference in how I tackle these kind of pressures that I have. I can snap back a lot faster than before and... Oftentimes I would get stuck in that timeline crap or I'm supposed to be further than I am. But this week, instead of focusing on that, I could focus on that mindfulness, that little practice that I've had to have. And it's actually turned into a morning practice and an evening practice. So it's been more than a minute that I've had every day. This is the most consistent I've ever been with mindfulness ever. (laughs) And if you've heard me on this podcast before, meditation and mindfulness is something that I've always wanted to have a consistent practice with but I set my goals too big and then I fall off the wagon. And maybe you know exactly that feeling where you're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start this business. I'm going to start working out every day. I have to go to the gym every day for an hour. And like, that's not realistic. And even the same thing sometimes as 10 minutes, it's not always realistic for you. If we make the timeline to be one minute, I guarantee you, you have a minute in your day somewhere something that you can do for one minute. So for me, I've been doing it first thing in the morning. I'll get up, I'll have my, you know, I'll have my pre-workout. I drink it as a coffee every day, even if I'm not working out. And I just sit down with my watch and my book and I have this mindful moment and it is transforming my day. And maybe that's like a lot to say for it to only be a week, but what's transforming is actually my ideas of myself as someone who can have a consistent mindfulness practice. I can say I've been meditating or being mindful every day for a week. That's the most I've ever been able to say that. And that's really powerful. It's the same thing for some of the girls in this group coaching program who are working on their business for 15 minutes a day 
or working out for 15 minutes a day, or reading one sentence in a book, or painting every single day, or looking for a joyful moment every day. And it's interesting because we all have very different goals and we all have different things that we're working on, but they're all collaboratively coming together and we're learning from each other and just tackling this 21-day challenge of a micro goal together. And it's really powerful. And if there's something that you're like, I don't know what my micro goal would be. It took me the practice of looking at the big, big, big goal that I had and breaking it down into medium goals and then breaking it down into micro goals. And if this is something that you're like, I have no idea how to do that, send me a message. We can do it together. I do this with a lot of my clients to help them to navigate what they actually want. And I laugh when I say that because most people do not know what they want. So if that's you and you're just like, I don't even know what that big goal would be. We can navigate that together too. Send me a message. Let's connect on that so that we can help you to figure out the direction to take because that's the most important thing is figuring out what you want first. And then we go into those micro goals. And so for me, mindfulness is the biggest piece because I get caught up in the timeline. I get caught up in the curveballs. I get caught up in sometimes the negative spiral. And I don't want that for my life. And if you're getting caught up in that big picture too, that, oh, I'll never get to that life because insert, you know, I don't have the time, insert whatever excuse you've been telling yourself. Let's break it down into something really, really small that you will do consistently every day. Like, let's say you want to do a 5k. You want to run a 5k, even walk a 5k. If you can break that action down to walking for five minutes a day, walking for 10 minutes a day and building up to that 5k, how much better you're going to feel when you start showing up every single day, even if it's only five minutes. And I challenge you to stop saying, oh, well, it's just five minutes or, oh, well, you know, I'm not a runner. I only can do one kilometer, whatever. I used to be that person too that would downplay my accomplishments because I wanted to make other people feel better. And for some reason, I wanted to make myself feel like crap. I don't know. And when you do that, it just triggers your brain to only see the negative things about you. So, That is all I have for you today. Really the three life lessons that I shared with you, and it wasn't supposed to be three, but life is going to throw you a curveball. And when it does, you can take two roads. You can either be a negative Nancy or you can see the opportunity in it. Two is screw societal's timeline. Screw that crap. We do not need it. Make your own timeline. Be proud. Be excited. Be you because that's what the world needs. And three, micro goals, micro actions are going to change it all. They are going to help you to project your life forward in a simpler, more manageable way. I I don't know about you, but those life lessons that I learned this week were like mind-blowing. And maybe you're sitting there too and you're like, oh yeah, like that actually is exactly what I need to hear today. There's someone that needed to hear that today. And if it's you, please send me a message so I can like virtually hug you and celebrate and cheer with you as you start to take this new action in your life. But it is a powerful thing to finally see that societal's timeline is so messed up. And it's another thing to see it. It's another thing to believe it and to live it. And so we're going to work on that together. And so do that with me in the workshop that's coming up on the 28th. Um, Do that with me in Selfish Socials if you want to do it in person or send me a DM so that we can connect. I am so grateful to have you here, to have you a part of this community because we need each other so deeply because if more women unite and start to see that they don't have to follow the structure of a timeline, 
we're going to take over the freaking world. And that's going to be so freaking cool. Have an awesome day. I am so grateful that we could connect today. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend or on your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me grow this community and get my message out there. And don't forget, you deserve to embrace your truth. It's time to live life your way.